Welcome back to Get Paid for Your Pet. Today, my guest is Andrew Schur. He's the head of product at Hospitable, and we're going to talk about some uh, some very interesting functionalities that uh, Hospitable has been adding uh, lately. Uh, you might, uh, if if you've been hosting for a while, you might know them as Smart B&B still, um, but uh, uh, they uh, they rebranded quite a while ago uh, to Hospitable. So we're going to dive into it. Uh, Andrew, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jasper. Happy happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, I was actually one of the very first users of uh, Smart B&B back in the day when, uh, yeah. when Pierre started his uh, his company. And uh, you know, in my mind, I one thing that always stood out to me what what you guys do is um, is I think you guys were the first ones to implement uh, artificial artificial intelligence, right? Before anybody else was talking about it, you guys already had the the messaging set up where. Uh, the the tool could automatically respond to certain questions, right? Um, yeah, obviously, AI yeah. is a huge huge topic right now, so I'm sure we'll, we'll dive into that. Um, but yeah, why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit about Hospitable? Like, who, who well, what kind of hosts are you focusing on, and and what is Hospitable? Sure. Yeah, you you date yourself a bit even knowing the the Smart BNB name at this point. I think we finally removed it off our logo, the formerly Smart BNB. Maybe a year ago, um, not even. But I, but, I still uh, see it. Um, I see it show up in some of the reviews yeah. that you guys have on your website still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes a while. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the the genesis of Hospitable was basically up here really feeling the pain points of hosting and never being able to have time when you're you don't have to be looking up for notifications on your phone. And that anxiety of like you know being in a movie theater and still like having to respond to a guest because you got to keep that five star review, and that was like the founding pain point of of Smart BNB and now Hospitable. Um, so we started with messaging. I think that's still one of our fortes that that hosts appreciate about it. Uh, we've got like the AI questions. We now have. Uh, I think we we're first to market with the Chat GPT um, integration inbox that just helps you reply. I'm now working on like the V2 of that. Um, so basically making it smarter, improving um, kind of the things we're seeing. But um, I mean, we've already seen like about 50% of the chat GPT suggestions get sent as is, like not edited. Um, so we're pretty happy with that. Um, but there's yeah huge roadmap on how to improve that and how else to use AI in the product. Um, but as a company, uh, besides the AI, I think our hosts generally appreciate that we're easy to use um, because we're, we're, we're targeting smaller scale hosts. So like less than five properties generally is our, is our target audience. We have people with over a thousand, um, but we kind of build for um, the property owner that's maybe starting out on a journey of getting serious about it as a business. They might grow into a property manager at some point, um, but we're a great place to start. And that's influencing our design and our price points. I think we're one of the more affordable solutions on the market when you're just getting started and you've only got a few properties. Mm. You know, one thing I, I always thought it was interesting is that, you know, when, when when hospitable changed from a messaging platform to like a, a more of like a PMS, what you guys are now, right? Um, we we still had some people in our community who were using a PMS and and using um, hospitable on the side yep. just for the messaging. Uh, do, yep. you, do you still see that? We, we, we do, and we, and we don't call ourselves a PMS. I mean, obviously, we have a lot of overlap, um, but we still have customers um, tend to be on the larger size that use a PMS and then use us for messaging. And we're one of the few that can do that because we kind of have like a unique 
official API integration into Airbnb that doesn't break the connection. And so we can have multiple connections when it's hospitable in another PMS. Um, and that goes back to the history with the smart BNB name and, and Airbnb wanting the trademark for that. So that's, it's a kind of a fun story, but ended up well for us. We changed names, but we got um, a nice, uh, nice official API access to Airbnb that doesn't break anything. Was, oh, the, I didn't know that. Was that related to Airbnb that you guys changed? Yeah, that was the negotiation for the the trademark that we we owned, and they wanted they wanted it. So that was oh, the uh, yeah how how we got uh, the access that we have for for their their API. Interesting. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, so you know, when it comes to the AI, you know, I think I think PMSs are generally integrating AI uh, all over the place. Um, it's such a such a hot topic right now. Do you, do you guys feel that yeah. you can you can keep the advantage since you guys have been working with AI for for so long and people will continue to use hospitable uh, specifically for that AI integrated messaging? Yeah, I, I think you know we we have some dedicated resources working on it. I think it's important to us that we want to keep the narrative going that we have a nice momentum with that. That's important for us as a business and a brand. Um, so we are investing the the, the people hours uh, in maintaining that, looking at, at new opportunities. I think the way we're approaching it is one. Obviously, uh, the messaging was the logical place for us to start, but I think the really like the the greenfield opportunity for us is again to keep lowering the barrier on getting started with hospitable by making features zero setup. And I think that's what the AI allows us to do. Like, you know, we, we, you talked about the questions, AI being one of the first features we had. That's a, a lot of investment to get that running automated, even with the AI there. The AI is detecting questions, but it's not writing the answers for you. We kind of, we can do that now. We didn't have that, you know, back when smart BNB started. Um, but now that hospitable and ChatGPT exist, um, we can do a lot more just learning and kind of background building of that intelligence. And we work towards making feature zero setup. That's kind of the goal mm -hmm. of, of how we're approaching AI. And I just love, I love the concept of that, that we can, I mean, I think we're already, our customers tell us like, this is insanely easy to use compared to competitors. Like I want to keep just driving that down to zero um, right. as a product. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I can definitely attest to that, that, you know, one thing that I've always enjoyed about your software is the the ease of use, because some you know some PMSs are pretty. It's a pretty steep leaning learning curve. Sometimes I've I've tried yeah. quite a few of them. Um, yeah, we try to make so we try to make some decisions for our host to to get that ease of use. Like we we talk about um, since I'm representing the product team, I can talk about this. But uh, you know, we we, we designed for like a ninety seven percent. So, you know, if you're on like the 3% edge case of this niche thing, like we're not going to make a configuration for you. We want to make the software work for the 97% of users. And because of that, we don't make features that are like infinitely extensible or infinitely configurable. We want it to work out of the box for the majority of users. And I think those, those design principles are kind of what allowed us to create and maintain a product that continues to be easy, you know, easy to use despite, you know, adding new features. Um, so that's the goal. So one one question uh, that comes to mind is, um, I know like the you have integration with JetGPG now, right? Where where you using that functionality to answer guest questions? Um, how do how does the user provide the information that the AI will will base its answers on? Right. Um, yeah. So that we have like two different features right now, right? There's the the legacy feature, which is questions, um, which yeah, as I think you're kind of hinting at. That is a user supplied answer. You kind of build up the answers for your property. 
Um, and it has some kind of clever things about it, but it, it feels legacy now. Um, with ChatGPT, there's no setup, right? It's we're basically feeding some context into the algorithm and they're using that context then of like your property location, the number of guests on the reservation, the time of year, all those things to answer questions automatically for you. Um, and so that's, that's great. And then, you know, the way we improve upon that is just improving the context. So improving the amount of your kind of your policies, your, your house rules, those kind of things. So we can start answering more questions better. But like I said, there's, you know, 50% of the, of the questions we're generating now and kind of the V1 of that gets sent without edits. Um, so we're happy, but we also see there's, there's leaps and bounds to, to be improved. Mm -hmm. And what, what if the, what if the guest sends a question that the AI doesn't know how to respond to? What, what happens then? This is just not. So, responsive. yeah. So, so with, with chat GPT, you're actually violating the terms of service if you auto respond. So we don't use that for auto responding right now. It's basically a suggestive reply. So if you, if you've used hospitable, like we have the inbox, which is the primary place for your conversations. And now you can just kind of like tap the magic wand. We'll generate a reply. We still want you to look at it and then you can send it. The questions is where we do automatic replies because you've basically approved that content already. You set up your content. You told us at what stage of the journey you want to answer this answer for like Wi-Fi questions. Are they asking about the speed pre-arrival or if it's during, it's probably like a maintenance thing and the Wi-Fi is out or I don't have the password. So you can tailor your answers for the, the different stages of the guest journey. Those have been pre-approved. So those get automatically sent. ChatGPT, we're, we're not really able. We don't really want to do that quite yet. Got it. Okay. Cool. Let's uh let's move on to some other some other interesting functionalities. I know you you guys are working on a direct booking website functionality that's uh that's very interesting. You want to touch on that? Yeah, that's that's my that's my forte. So my my um my core focus at Hospitable is on the direct side. Um and yeah, that's where I spend the majority of my time. So I, I'd love to talk about that. Um and I think I think we have something interesting to say because I think a long time ago before I had, had joined the team, maybe we before I joined the team, we made some pretty interesting, hard decisions. And we said, um, you know, we listened to our users and the feedback was, yeah, we want direct booking, but we actually enjoy some of the things OTAs provide. So, you know, it can be scary opening up your house without the protection of, you know, the brand of an OTA that's, you know, vetted the guest that's going to have some kind of uh, damage protection for you. Um, and without that, how many people are really, you know, going to be comfortable doing that? Are you going to have a bad experience? What if you get a chargeback? You have no infrastructure set up to do that. And again, you know, our core audience is people that are kind of just starting out on this journey of being a property owner and, and starting short-term rentals. And so we wanted to have a, a package that fit our core user. And we, we took a lot of feedback. I think we, as a company, do a great job about listening to our users. We have town halls every two weeks and you can get up there and you can rant about stuff you don't like. You can tell us what you do like. And, you know, our customers told us what they wanted. And so that's what got us to direct premium. So we ended up coming with two plans. Basic is, I think, what you would see generally with our competitors. You get a direct site and then you connect payment processing. So we do Stripe for that. Pretty simple. You can build your own tool, tool stack on the side of that. If you, you know, have your own insurance offering, you want to do other things, that's fine. But then we wanted a turnkey solution. And that's how we got to premium, which really is a hybrid of an OTA and direct booking. And so with that, like, Hospitable is the merchant of record, which is is pretty impactful decision for a small host. You know, we're the ones that have the ultimate liability for the payment. If there's a chargeback, we'll defend you against that chargeback. If it's if it's a chargeback from fraud, that's actually on us. We'll eat the loss on that chargeback. That's our job to prevent fraud. So you're actually not even going to notice that it, there was a chargeback for fraud. We'll still pay you out. 
we'll eat the loss on that. Um, we'll carry the liability of a balance for cancellations, um, you know, bad things that happen that, that are, it's really helpful to have like a larger partner take on that, that burden. We're also going to vet every guest through our partners, through AutoHost. We're going to ensure every booking with $5 million of damage protection. And so you really get, and that's just turnkey. So you just get set up, you push, uh, you know, you publish your site and all of that just works out of the box. And we see that like having a path to, to continue improving that and be really the, the best offering on the marketplace for, for direct booking. Hmm. Oh, that's, <clears throat> that's pretty cool. Cause I know that's a, that's definitely a, a threshold for a lot of hosts uh, to start accepting direct bookings, right? It's yep. exactly that. It's like, well, what if I get this charge back and like, I don't know who these people are, like, yep. right? They they miss that that kind of security that that Airbnb <clears throat> offers. Um, so I guess if you if you guys are, <clears throat> you know, approaching this more from almost like a hybrid between the OTA and the direct booking, uh, just a standard direct booking website that a lot of PMSs uh, supply. Um, are you are you guys charging a percentage for yep. that service? Yeah. So the the yeah the hybrid approach we basically get at a hybrid price, right? And so for premium, we're going to charge you six percent plus a ten dollar fixed fee. So the ten dollar fixed fee covers the fixed costs like the vetting and the insurance to make sure that's covered, and the six percent then covers your payment processing fees and kind of the risk premium that we have to cover. So when you reject a request to book. We eat the cost on that. When a cancellation happens, we eat the cost on the payment processing fees. So it's it's very competitively priced. Um, we're going to be about 10 to 14% cheaper than Airbnb, and we'll be up to like 18, even hybrid pricing as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that uh, that makes a little sense. You know, one, uh, one thing that I, I wanted to ask you about too is, um, you know, I, I was just talking, talking about how many somebody who stayed at 100 airbnbs and i, I stayed at 100 airbnbs myself and i i asked myself the question because i know direct bookings is becoming more of a focus right like more and more people kind of want to have you know don't want to be fully dependent on on the otas right and <clears throat> i realized that out of the 100 airbnbs that i stayed at there's only one host who then sent who asked for my email address and then sent me an email mm -hmm. to follow up with me and stay on the radar and invite me to 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 come again um is is that something that's that's on your on your focus as well kind of helping hosts like um remarket to the yeah it's it's i wouldn't say it's the primary focus for us um but it's definitely something we're getting questions about so we've had a long-standing mailchimp integration so we can basically we detect email addresses in conversations in the product and we'll push them to your MailChimp account for you. So if you want to do remarketing, that kind of collects and builds your CRM database in the background. So that's ready to go. Um, we just rolled out promo codes pretty recently, which is a nice tie-in to, to running an email remarketing campaign. Um, but uh, yeah, for us, it's like, I think our focus now is continuing to improve the, the payment processing functionality. So doing some innovative things on how you can do payment, you know, schedule payments, multiple payments for a booking, generating quotes, those kind of things. Um, and then the second order task for us is improving distribution for our host. And that's like, yeah, we're about to launch Google vacation rentals. Um, so we have high expectations that that's going to be a driver of, of uh, bookings as well. But yeah, the classic direct example is, yeah, I'm going to remarket to my host. And I think what we see also like alongside of that is like guests are getting really savvy to know whether or not you have direct booking and, and they often will, will check first. So obviously hosts have picked up on this and they'll, you know, they'll be clever about inserting, you know, their, their brand name 
into some photos on the OTA channels. Um, and you can kind of, you know, you start to detect, like, I bet the, I bet I can Google and find this, this website for them. Um, so yeah, that's, it's part of the industry yeah. growing up. Yeah, for sure. No, I've, I've noticed that too over the last few years that uh, guests are getting a little severe. Um, and Airbnb kind of lets you get away if you if you insert some small hints to, you know, you're putting your brand name or your Instagram yep. account or something like that. Like they, they don't seem to really mind that. Yeah. So yeah, but they mind um, they other, their focuses at the moment. But yeah, it's, it's pretty surprising, I think, how much you can get away. I often see hosts with photos of their property and like the direct booking like tent card clearly visible in the photo with you know 10% book direct here's my email address or my website like <laughs> it's pretty bold i know right it's 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 it surprises me too and it's it's a it's a topic where you know i find it hard to give advice on that topic because i don't want to tell somebody oh yeah you know you can you can put your your brand name yeah. here and there and this and that and then if they actually if they do <laughs> They do get in trouble and their yeah. account gets suspended or something then you know like i'm the one who gave them that yeah. advice so i always find that a difficult topic to to give yeah and, and obviously you don't want to cut you know you can't cut the otas entirely out of your business either like they, they play a valuable role so uh, you know we, we try not to be you know completely antagonistic yeah. with um the people that help build the industry as well but, yeah yeah 100 yeah so going back to the direct booking process so just to be clear um, so if I if I have my my hospitable direct booking website and somebody books, um, the payment will be processed by you guys. The the money will go to you guys, and you guys will then pay yep. me out correct. my portion. Correct, just like it works. With, just like it works. Yeah. So we we've got to manage obviously the, like the liability for that booking actually succeeding and not canceling. So we'll do the same thing as Airbnb. We'll pay you out twenty four hours after check in on on your booking. Right. And then when it comes to the vetting. Um, how, how does that process work? Uh, yeah, that's, it's an interesting one. I think we have kind of a unique integration with, with AutoHost. We work, work for on that. And that hospitable is the customer of that AutoHost account, which is like the master account for direct premium. And then like we have, like, like I said, so as a merchant of record, we have liability. So there's certain reservations that like we won't accept if you're like a red risk level and it's, you know, too many fraud indicators, we're not going to process that either because that's just a chargeback liability and, and most hosts, okay, they're not going to want that. But we, we step in and we'll block those. Um, we'll help you do some manual review on on certain um, when they need uh, a hand. So we've got a support team on the direct side that's dedicated for these guest vetting and payment issues. And then we'll give you the option as the host then, okay, this is uh, within our acceptable parameters. Now you get to review the information from auto host. Um, and that's all, again, like that it's completely integrated and the cost of that is part of like the guest service fee. So the host doesn't pay for any of that. That's just bundled into what the guests saw as their nightly rate. We don't take anything out of the payout and we, we, you get the, the full auto host profile. So you can really have confidence that, you know, you're accepting someone that uh, has passed a few checks. That's a nice integration. You guys have auto host. Like I, we reuse auto host uh, ourselves, love that product, but it's only, they don't, it's, it's they focus on like larger yep. um, uh, hosts, right? So typically, somebody with two or three units. No, I think I think twenty five is is maybe the minimum for them, hosts, so. and that's that's something that yeah we're 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 really trying to dovetail our efforts with them. And um, first, we're going to really knock out the integration with Direct Premium, so you have really a powerful integration there. And then we're going to provide that for our customers on all channels. So any small scale host, like you said, that can't get access to AutoHost, we want to 
basically port that direct premium integration to them. So if you are on other channels and you still want auto host and you want it to work, you can't get an account if you're a small scale host. You will be able to use our master account again and we'll be able to onboard hosts with one property and they can have all the benefits of a host that has 25 and would have had their own auto host account. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. That's very neat. Um, any, anything else you, you want to mention when it comes to the dire booking? Because uh, there's a couple other things I wanted to get into. Yeah, if, no, I, I'd say I come to a town hall if you want to hear more about our direct bookings. We talk about it a lot every every two weeks. And yeah, I, I get excited every day about uh, our roadmap. I was just onboarding one of our new hires to direct earlier today. And yeah, I was almost, yeah, I just really got pumped up just talking about what all we're working on. So it's exciting, but um, yeah, I think your users can uh, can find us for more information. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What what did you mention? You said yeah, we do uh, a great tradition, which is every two weeks we have a live town hall on Zoom, and anybody and everybody can welcome to join. We'll share our roadmap. We'll share you know what's going live, what we're working on. We'll usually do some some surveys on that to get feedback on new features. Um, we'll let people get up on stage and complain. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what we're doing right. And honestly, it's it's the best thing we do. It, it, it feels so good. Um, and to have that much contact with our customers, I think it really makes the difference in the decisions we make on the product side. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I think more companies should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I, I I always hear, like the people in our in our courses and in our masterminds, like they, they always mention that they really like their review mm-hmm. functionality. That you guys have when when you have a guest who and there is you know there's some issues and you're kind of worried about you know like a potential yeah. negative review um you guys have a functionality where you can leave a review like really close yeah. to the end of not the not really close like seconds <laughs> yeah so the I, I love this feature too and we finally started doing a better job about actually like talking about this and getting more hosts to be aware of this on our site because it was kind of hidden before um, but yeah, the, the primary review function is we'll, we'll basically, you can set up, you know, 10, 15 different review templates that we'll run through as like when the guest checks in, we're going to assume it's a five-star review. We're going to give you a randomized template so it doesn't sound too, you know, too um, boilerplate. You can mark up that during the stay if you want to personalize that. That's probably something else we'll use ChatGPT to improve as well. Um, but yeah, during the stay, you can kind of just keep an eye on that. If you want to add comments, you can. If not, it's automated five-star reviews. When you have a bad customer or, you know, your cleaning crew you know, discovers what happened to your, your place, you can then basically pull that five-star review out of the queue and say, well, hold on, I want a bad review. You can edit the content. And what we'll do is we'll time it to the last seconds of that. Uh, I forget what the window is. I think is it two, it's not two weeks, is it? Maybe 10 days? Four, 14 days. days. Okay. So yeah, we'll send it the last seconds of that. And the idea is that, you know, once you review a guest, they get a notification trying to get them to give a review to. And this is probably someone you don't want to review you. So we'll send it the last seconds and they won't have time to then get that notification. They've been reviewed and jump in and give you a retaliatory review. So yeah, I love, I love that. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's always interesting how, you know, when they're, when they're, when the, the experience, you know, between the guest and the host isn't isn't optimal. There there seems to be oftentimes a almost like a unspoken agreement <laughs> that both sides won't leave a review, right? Because yeah. it's it's kind of like this game where it's like, okay, well, I didn't have really have a great experience. The host didn't really have a great experience. Like, you know, how do we 
how do we do this? Like if I'm going to leave a, a bad review, then they, they get yeah. a notification. The mm. other side gets a notification that, you know, you left a review. They're probably going to assume yeah. it's not very good. Right. So there's always, it's almost like this game yeah. that's, that's being it's, uh, it's game theory, right? <laughs> it's like, we, we stay silent, but yeah, I mean, there are <laughs> yeah, some guests yeah, that are really so bad is. that it's, you kind of have like a fiduciary duty to other hosts to, to shout that. Um, and uh, those people need a bad review. And I think only with technology can you make it so easy to, you know, hopefully not get retaliated back. Um, otherwise, you know, what are you gonna do? Set a reminder in your calendar to, to manually send a review the, the 13th day and 23rd hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on is you guys are working on what you mentioned before we started recording, like a, sh a short rental app store can you yeah i think that? i think it's in the very early days uh we're definitely not to an app store yet but it kind of gets to what we were talking about with autohost and like you can't use you know a, a product like autohost just because of you know the onboarding burden is kind of high for them so they only work with hosts with 25 properties or more um we that, that exists for a lot of products in this industry right like you if you're not using a pms or a channel manager as a small scale host you might not need one you can't work with like uh, you know, someone to help you with your finances, your accounting, or someone to help you with your, you know, your smart locks for your short-term rental. Like you're basically locked out of the market because of the way the integrations work with the OTAs, right? And so what we're we're trying to do, um, and it's very focused with our mission, is to you know to service the, the largest side of the industry, which is small-scale hosts, is try and kind of right that wrong that they're locked out of so many different interesting solutions in the marketplace. So we want to kind of do an in-run on them not being served by vendors and in the same way like on the vendor side we want to make it a lot easier for them to work with with partners so if you look at like take a dynamic pricing company right like they can't work with you unless you have a pms that they've integrated with right and so that dynamic pricing company they just wants to do dynamic pricing they don't want to become a pms themselves that's their choice right they either integrate with every pms or they build a pms themselves so like none of those are good choices right they're going to spend all the development roadmap integrating with all the different pms or channel managers we can do an in-run on that and say, wait a second, why don't we just connect you directly to the guest without having to use a channel manager? And then we can unlock that guest to be able to use any number of solutions with any vendor that, that uses our, our, our will become an app store, um, but it's, it's still in early days for us. So that's, that's kind of a moonshot that we're working on. I find it fascinating. I think we have a chance to really change the industry in a way um, and really unblock a lot of the friction and a lot of like think how many developer hours are burned in the short-term rental industry with these integrations that don't necessarily need to be there so yeah it's exciting we we, we don't talk about it a lot um, but we're, we're getting there it's we're getting close to kind of taking the, the cover off yeah yeah no that's awesome that's awesome i never, I never thought about it that way it's like yeah why do you need uh <laughs> middleman. Yeah. Well, it's, it's because of the way the, the connect these integrations work with the OTAs, right? So Airbnb, you can only have one connection to that. And so if you take that connection, you now have all the responsibilities of PMS. So that dynamic pricing company, they can't take that connection because then they have to manage your calendar. They don't want to do that, right? Um, but we have the, the interesting, the unique connection that doesn't break anything. So we're uniquely placed to do something about that and say, okay, we can connect to your Airbnb and we can connect you to the financial solution you want to use, to the you know smart lock integration you want to use, to the dynamic pricing solution you want to use. Um, so that's that's the idea. That's the, the big picture. And yeah, it's totally on brand for us. Like it's it's our it's our core demographic of customers that we want to serve better. 
Awesome, man. Um, so let everybody know what's uh, what's the best way for people to to start working with you. Yeah, guys. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna do a deal as part of this, so I think we'll we'll share out a, a discount code with the with the podcast if that's okay, and uh, we can offer people a little incentive that that um, stay stayed with us to the end of the podcast. Um, but yeah, I think the best way to find us, we're at hospitable.com. Um, we've got pretty good YouTube content. Um, but yeah, join us for a town hall. It's uh, every other Wednesday and you can get up on stage or not if you're shy and just see yeah, what we model is, which is a completely transparent company. Um, we're a host-driven community. Uh, we actually, like, this is an amazing story. I won't make it too much longer, but like last night we had one and we, we mentioned that we're, you know, we, we invest from our community as well. And we raised $70,000 from customers last night, just saying, hey, by the way, you know, we're going to possibly be closing our in, you know, investment window for, for this as we, as we look towards, um, yeah, making progress as a company. And that's $70,000 in customer investments during the town hall the other night. So um, that's a great way to learn about us oh, wow. and uh, awesome. yeah, find out why we're unique. So I, I encourage, come check out our town hall sometime. And how do people sign up for the time? Yeah, so I think you would have to get a hospitable account to get the notifications for that. Good point. Um, but yeah, it's a, you can sign up for a hospitable.com account and give that a try and then join us for a town hall and see if it's a good fit. Awesome. And uh, <clears throat> you mentioned uh, incentives, a special offer. Like, uh, Can you provide those details? I can. Let me, uh, let me see what I got permission to, to do here. Uh, 25% off for three months <laughs> and we'll give you a, a link that you can share with the podcast to get uh, a yeah, 25% off for three months of hospitable subscription. Boom. Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes and, uh, <clears throat> I think people can also use the code or coupon code, right? Get a GPFYP. Uh, possibly. <laughs> I think I need to check with my marketing department on that. <laughs> um, but otherwise, yeah, I've got a, got a link. Well, we'll we'll make sure we have a we'll make sure we have a link in the show notes uh, for people who want to try it out. If you want to get that discount, twenty five percent, we'll make sure you get it in the show notes or with the coupon, uh, or just email, <laughs> just email me, and I'll make sure you get the discount. Thanks, Jasper. Um, awesome, Andrew. Thanks so much for for jumping on. Appreciate it. Um, very interesting what you guys are working on. Uh, you got, you know, I, I've been following you guys since 2017. Yeah. I think it was when, when smart PMB was founded, I always, uh, have noticed, uh, the innovation and, and, uh, you know, the good work that you guys are doing. So thanks you so much. And, uh, to the listeners, uh, hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll be back soon with another one. So thank you. Bye bye. Get paid for your pet, get 